Hi, and welcome to the Mind Yourself podcast with Jazz and Laura and SpunOut.ie. Mind Yourself with SpunOut.ie. Each week on the podcast, we'll be joined by CEO of SpunOut.ie, Ian Power, to talk all things mental health. Each episode will explore a different area of mental health, from anxiety to breakups and everything in between. Ian will share some useful day-to-day tips for looking after yourself, no matter what life throws at you. In this episode, we'll be looking at general anxiety, particularly when living through this pandemic. Ian Power from SpunOut.ie, thank you so much for joining us. Amazing, thank you so much guys for having me. Uh, so as like everyone knows, it's a quite a weird time. No one has really experienced anything like this in our lifetime before. And for some, for a lot, but some particular, finding it quite hard dealing with lockdown, dealing with not seeing anyone, interacting with people and essentially you can you can just be left with you in your mind and it can really affect you in good ways and a lot of negative ways as well but for anyone who's dealing with their mind and, and anxiety during lockdown um, what sort of advice would you have for just kind of coming to terms with it and getting through lockdown really is I think what people are really thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think the first thing um, to say, Jazz, is that like people are not alone. So everybody is experiencing this in some way, shape or another. And I think once you kind of understand that, look, if you're finding this difficult, just please do know that there are lots of other people who are finding it difficult, too. I think that's the first step to understand. And hopefully that allows you to be a little bit kinder to yourself, because I think a lot of us are putting pressure on ourselves to feel like we're coping with this, even when perhaps that's just not possible. Um, And I think that that's the first thing I would say. The second thing um, is that we are always saying to younger people who are texting us and getting in touch with us about anxiety, um, that there are often different things that you will have used in the past as ways to get through stuff. So um, those are things that are kind of protective for your mental health. Those are the coping mechanisms that you constantly have leaned to. And I think some of the times we're probably unaware that maybe we do it. I think we're not necessarily consciously doing some of those things. And they can be really basic things. They can, you know, actually for a lot of our um, readers at the moment, we did a survey with a thousand young people last week. And the number one coping mechanism was listening to music. And uh, I think it was like 67, 68%. And obviously, um, if they're listening to Spin Water 3.8, that's a great start. Um, <laughs> but listening to music, um, watching TV, Netflix. Uh, the third was getting out for a walk, which I thought was really interesting. So it's very easy at the moment to kind of just be stuck at home and kind of just kind of consigned to the couch or to the bed or whatever. And just trying to, if you can, get yourself an out and washed and, you know, out into the fresh air. It doesn't have to be for a run. You don't have to suddenly turn into a 10K uh, <laughs> runner or anything like that. It's literally just to get out around the block for a bit of fresh air. And you'd be really surprised kind of how much that can Im- improve your mood and, and kind of hopefully uh, deal with some of the anxiety. I think one of the key points to make as well about anxiety is that for for a lot of people right now, this is a state of stress, it's a state of anxious feeling versus, you know, the people who will suffer from anxiety kind of on a longer term basis, people who may have a diagnosis of general anxiety disorder and things like that. So it's not to compare the two in any way, but yeah. rather just to understand that um, th- those are legitimate feelings that people are feeling right now. And um, so those would be the kind of the first things that I would say. I think one of the feelings, I know I've definitely been feeling this and I'm pretty sure other people have as well, 
now that we are in a state of self-isolation, we do have a lot more free time. And I think one of the main thing is a lot of people have felt pressure to be using this free time with maybe learning a new hobby or kind of getting some more, you know, I don't know, productivity done kind of maybe some for some people that could be learning a new skill or starting a podcast or whatever it is and I think there's a lot of pressure on people going on social media on my screen time has increased significantly I'm super guilty of this do you have any tips for people to maybe just kind of one maybe to kind of take a break from social media and their phone any useful tips would be great and also just maybe if you have any tips that maybe work for you Ian um of just how to kind of maybe enjoy your free time and not be so worried about what other people are doing and maybe learn how to take this period as a time of rest and relaxation. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things that I would say uh, is firstly to try to establish a routine for yourself, because I think that's probably one of the things that people are finding difficult because a lot of this is affecting our stability in the world. I think that's really been something that is, is challenging our mental health. So really just trying to find whatever type of routine you can um, realistically achieve every day. I think that's really important. And it's not about necessarily being productive. It's just about having some sort of cycle that you can go through um, that includes kind of some of the healthy things like making sure I think you're getting eight hours or or whatever nights, uh, eight hours of sleep every night. That's really important. And sometimes it can kind of go out the window when maybe you don't have to be up for work the following day or you don't have to be up for college. It can be very easy to kind of stay up binging Netflix till 3am um, because your series is so compelling or whatever. So just trying to remember it, actually, look, that's a really protective factor for my mental health. So I need to kind of remember to do it. I think on the point about being productive, you know, look, I think that's the problem with social. We're kind of looking at all of these people doing all of these amazing things, learning three languages on um, Duolingo and all that sort of <laughs> yeah. thing. I think the kind of constant refrain we've heard from younger people is that like, do not feel the pressure to be productive right now. Literally just surviving right now is super productive. So, you know, kind of just getting through what's going on is is really important. And we've had a couple of people write for us about that feeling. And um, I think if anybody's kind of struggling with that feeling of of whether or not they're, they're being productive or not, really do check those pieces out. Because I think that it speaks to a lot of uh, people's kind of uh, frustrations with that narrative right now. Um, alternatively, alternatively, like if you do feel like you're in a good space to kind of try out a new recipe or to learn a new language or to read a new book, do that. That's definitely something that's worthwhile doing. There's a thing called the five a day for your mental health. And one of those things is to continuously learn. Um, and, and that like doing that once a day, learning something new every day is actually really uh, good for your, your mental health and positive. So, so we definitely can uh, recommend that. And then the final piece, just touching on that, Uh, what I'd say um, is that really do try to limit social media to a couple of times a day or a few times a day, um, particularly around consuming news, maybe only check the the news in the evening to see what's happened that day. And and to try to, you know, particularly if you're somebody who might be affected by anxiety relating to the news, try to to limit that as much as you can. And then the other thing as well is that cause there's, you know, our screen time is absolutely rocketing right now. One of the things that I've found very useful is to switch off notifications, particularly on the busier apps, um, because what the notifications are designed to do is obviously to draw you back into the apps over and over again, multiple times a day. And you'd be absolutely shocked when you look at your your stats on your phone to see how many times you do oh, actually pick up your phone. <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. So so one of the things I found really useful is you may not do it for every single app, 
but what's really cool is that you can do it for some. So for instance, like things like Twitter and Instagram, I don't have my notifications set up for that. Whereas obviously maybe I do for WhatsApp or for, um, for messaging on my phone and things like that. So just playing around with your notifications so that you're only actually going into those apps when you feel you want to, you know, whether that's when you've got some free time and you're a little bit bored or whether it's once or twice a day or whatever, at least kind of it's on your terms as to when you're engaging with it, as opposed to other people uh, messaging you or getting in touch with you or posting or the app kind of trying to draw you back in itself. So I think that's a really good piece of advice just at this point in time when the temptation or at least the prompt could be there quite regularly to engage with that sort of thing. That's that's really good advice. I'm Uh, definitely going to take that on board. (laughs) I think it's very easy to to like kind of just fall into a a bit of a slump with yourself as well. Maybe you're not, like Laura said, you're not used to having this much free time and it's very easy to just sit on the couch all day, watch movies and TV and then by doing that, you're kind of restricting your want or desire to go outside and go for a walk. So it's very easy for people to just be happy with doing nothing for a period and then by default, you're going to expect that or feel like that for the next couple of days. Um, And you touched on it as well. I think... It's, it's quite normal for people to who maybe on a regular day wouldn't be dealing with anxiety but now in this situation we're all in it's come up and maybe you've never felt it before so you don't know how to react but I think is it important just to try and get outside for that five minutes of a walk around the block could make a difference? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think I think what you're touching on there is that it could be easy to kind of spiral downwards because, yeah. you know, when you're in a situation where perhaps you know you just feel like you're in a in a situation where you know it's kind of just getting all in on you and and it is just easier to sit on the couch or to stay in bed for an extra couple hours every morning and really I guess it is so difficult that's why I really understand why a lot of people are in that position and why it's it's not easy to break out of but all I would say to you is that keeping that routine or at least establishing a realistic one and starting small I think sometimes you know people think that okay I I need to you know have something really substantial in my day I need to go for that really long jog I need to do um you know the the project in the house that I've been putting off for ages all that sort of thing it's not about that it's about starting small it's about building incrementally over the weeks that we have and and look it, I think it sounds like we're going to be living with this for quite some time longer you know it sounds like August is is probably a time when things may may start to emerge as getting back to some sort of normality but you know I think we're going to be social distancing for quite a, a long time potentially up to the end of the year so really trying to take these steps now and trying to start small now will benefit us in the longer term and so Uh, If there's anything you can do to kind of start that routine and as basic as possible, it really doesn't have to change the world. Um, It can be as simple as you say, uh, you know, kind of saying, okay, at 10 a.m. every morning for 15 minutes, I'm going to go outside for a walk around the block. Um, You know, I'm going to have my lunch at one o'clock every day uh, to to make sure that I'm actually eating and eating properly. And then, you know, I'm going to be in bed by 11 p.m. every night. I'm not going to allow things to to kind of be frenetic with my schedule based on whatever I'm doing at that moment in time. So it's just about trying to reclaim a bit of um, ownership over your time, I think is is probably what's really important um, because you'd be surprised how much that can really impact your mood and, and impact how you're feeling. And I would just say to people, don't underestimate the power of starting small with those things. Um, you know, I think one of the things I, you know, I constantly struggle with is that, you know, I need to do everything. I need to do it all at the same time. You know, I need to change my sleep habits. I need to change my eating habits. I need to change my exercise habits. 
it's that's not the way to kind of change behaviors in a meaningful and sustainable way. Try to do one of those things for a week, add the other one in the second week, maybe on the third week, uh, and add another one maybe on the fourth or fifth week, uh, and try to just build it up incrementally. They kind of say that it takes 21 days to start to form a habit. And that that is true of each of those different things. So, you know, it could be kind of, you know, 12 weeks by the time you've got those habits established. So just be very kind to yourself and start small and build it incrementally would be my advice to people. Yeah, that's a really good piece of advice. Actually, a friend of mine during this pandemic, she started uh, doing read before feed. So she would essentially wake up every morning, grab, grab her book, read a chapter of her book and then go down and have her breakfast and then go to her phone. And we were all saying to her, you're never going to, you're never going to stick with that it's too hard and fair play to her eight weeks later she has done it and she has stuck to it and she says I'm going to do this now for the rest of my life so there you go it, it just proves that the 21 days to make a habit is very true you can do it yeah absolutely and that's the thing it's it's just it's probably much harder in the earlier part but then once you get into the flow of it it, it does become much easier so it's well worth trying to make the effort if you can yeah absolutely absolutely um I, I even in the last couple of minutes we've been chatting I can feel myself that you can just start even thinking about things and you can see how it can get easier. Um, so I really feel this has helped me personally anyway. So, uh, me too. <laughs> and just one last thing to say as well to people is that try to look up some breathing techniques, look into meditation, look into mindfulness. Those things, you, you do, please do not underestimate the power of, of breathing and breathing uh, properly. So breathing exercises are super important. And we're really excited. I'm really excited to, to talk to you guys on a more regular basis. And what I would say to people as well is that if you want to talk to somebody, please, please do reach out to us. We have a 24-7 text line staffed by volunteers um, who are from all around the country. It's anonymous. Um, you can reach out to us anytime. And what's really interesting is that about half of people reach out to us because they just want to talk to somebody that they don't know. So please do give us a shout. We're on 86 1-800-280 for anybody that just wants to talk to somebody about how they're feeling right now. Amazing. Ian Perry, CEO of SpunOut.ie. Thank you so, so much for your time today. Thanks, guys. Mind yourself with spunout.ie. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We really hope you've enjoyed it. And don't forget, Ian joins us on air on the Zoo Crew on Spin every Tuesday from 7 for more chats, all things about looking after yourself and your mental health. If you've got a burning question or are looking for some advice from Ian, you can submit an anonymous question and we'll pass it on. All you have to do is head on over to Spin's website and click on the lifestyle section and you'll see the form. Next week, we're going to be chatting about all things exam stress. We'll chat to you then.